Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, everybody. Welcome to What Culture Gaming. I'm Scott, joined by Josh. Hello, Scott. Josh, my friend, and everyone joining us, I want to just have a little bit of a conversation about the absolute hellfire state that is Overwatch 2, because there are multiple headlines doing the rounds as to various requirements that Blizzard have put on the game that just seem to be making people run for the hills. In addition to that, I want to have a general conversation on what the hell's going on with this game. How is Overwatch 2 out in a few days, and no one cares? That's what I was about to say, Scott Telford. Did you know that this game is entering <laughs> its early access beta next week? No. That just kind of sounds crazy, you know. We obviously cover a lot of a lot about upcoming games, mm-hmm. and every single time I feel when we put together the list of what is coming out before the end of the year, Overwatch Two is just kind of omitted from there, which sucks yep. because I think you are in the same boat as me yep. that we loved Overwatch One mm-hmm. when that first launched. Have fond memories of playing through that game mm-hmm. into the post-launch content, and Overwatch Two should be a big thing. But it ain't. I think it, yeah, I'm going to break down a couple of headlines in a bit. But yeah, it's it can't be overstated how much Overwatch 1 was on top of the world. Like, you couldn't move for images of various characters from Overwatch across all of 2016, 2017, etc. I feel like a lot of people got a bit shaky with it when the DLC characters rolled out because it felt like there was quite a lot to keep up with. Not to knock those characters. I love oh. the hamster in the big wrecking ball. <laughs> it's one of my favorites. Um, but still, where we are now... You kind of are a hamster in a big wrecking ball. I'm just you? flinging in. Yeah. I've, got, I've got the takes. Um, so speaking of takes... Um, yeah, like I said, various headlines doing the rounds in regards to Overwatch 2. Um, and there are three main ones that I brought together um, just in terms of talking points that are making people, like I said, run for the hills. The first one is that you need to play 100 matches of the game to unlock the original roster. Now, Overwatch 2 is free to play, but 100 matches is quite a lot to get access to the characters that, in theory, you'd be going in with. Um, the second thing is that Overwatch 2 will ask you to supply your phone number to play. Um, even players of the existing Overwatch 1, if like, after Overwatch 2 releases, will be asked to supply a phone number to keep playing, even if you own the boxed version of the game. Mm -hmm. Um, The third thing is that Overwatch 2 will record all voice chat. Now, the explanation for this is more for um, helping Blizzard uh, Blizzard Activision identify toxic players, and, you know, if someone gets reported, they'll have voice chat to fall back on. However, they need to have a constant recording of everything that you're saying, just in case someone gets reported, and then they pull that audio, they transcribe it, and they run the transcription through a review tool that then says whether something um, needs to be flagged or not. Now, like I said, um, they've said that everything is being kept for 30 days it's only a temporary recording but it's still a constant recording to get to the temporary recording snippet that they might want to analyse that's kind of weird Scott Tilford I know that in the modern world everything is being recorded at all time I know we will talk about Overwatch 2 right now I will look at my phone after this recording and Instagram will give me some kind of Overwatch advert I'll get a wrecking ball YouTube advert (laughs) or a a hamster or something every time you're going to look at Spotify and it's going to be Miley Cyrus wrecking ball for Scott (laughs) Tilford and I understand that and I, I just have to 
think that yes. there's a better way to kind of like stop uh, this kind of, you know, negativity without just recording everyone's um, conversations at all times. Because yeah. that's just, even if you've got nothing to hide, which, you know, 99% of us do not, mm -hmm. it's just kind of a weird thing to be cognizant of when you're yeah. talking to your friends. I mean, I, you know, when I log online to play multiplayer mm -hmm. and uh, whatever, you know, it's often a time for myself to catch up with my friends. Mm -hmm. And we'll talk about our lives and the things that aren't going well in our lives sometimes. <laughs> yeah. And it's just kind of like, you know, you want it to be a space where you can open up, I feel. And it's like, maybe that's my fault for using uh, online video games as a therapy session with my friends. <laughs> no. But you kind of, you don't want the kind of idea that it's all being recorded hanging over your head. No, I, I think a lot think of this so, stuff... In my opinion. No, I would totally agree. And I'm not... We're sponsored by WhatsApp over on the podcast, but one of the, it's, it's hilarious that one of the selling points of WhatsApp is that no one's listening in. Right. Like, that's what they're trying to sell it on. It's like, hey, by the way, you can have an actual conversation over here. And I feel like something like as big as Overwatch, um, you know, just getting out there and saying, hey, we're going to be, you know, tracking everything in some form, um, just in case we need to refer to it later, is a massive red flag. Um, let's talk about monetization in, in Overwatch 2, though, because like I said before, the game is now free to play, um, which means they've had to go a whole... whole <laughs> whole ass whole towards ass. cosmetics um, and the, the things that you can buy I know this is known information but I think if you're new to the Overwatch 2 conversation um, all the monetization now centers around charms and sprays and voice lines and skins um, stuff that you obviously don't need but they need to find some way to replace the loot boxes um, and give you a battle pass with stuff to unlock now I know that that's Call of Duty Warzone's approach yes. if not just the standard industry approach to free to play at this point but do you think this is actually going to work? Um, I think it'll work better than loot boxes obviously mm. Overwatch 1 was instrumental in popularizing the idea of loot boxes and yeah. like you said you know that's not the approach that they're taking for the sequel mm -hmm. to me I'm kind of just you know straight down the middle on the idea of battle passes and that kind of monetization I don't think it's particularly predatory mm -hmm. when done right but also like the idea of charms and stuff doesn't get me excited no. but at the same time I'm one of those fools who bought the tracer rounds on Modern Warfare uh, if, Warzone uh, so if they include those in here I will pay a crisp £15 if they don't have yeah Tracer rounds Very good. in Overwatch. Very what good. are we doing, Josh Brown? They're just Activision Blizzard might as well shove their own faces down the toilets, is what I'm going to say. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Before we go any further, I want to talk to you about today's sponsor, Masterclass. With the amount of time we spend discussing and analyzing video games on this channel, it's always good to understand exactly how these experiences are put together. And fortunately for me, I can do just that with Masterclass. With Masterclass's streaming service, you can learn from the best to become your best, studying and growing with over 200 plus of the world's leading instructors. For me, I've been having a blast using a class on video game design by The Sims creator Will Wright to find out exactly how game mechanics are designed around player psychology as well as learning how important playtesting is to shipping the titles that you and I both love. 
But it hasn't stopped there, as I've also been brushing up on my practical filmmaking skills directly from my favourite movie director, Martin Scorsese, as well as trying to get back in the cooking game with Roy Choi's amazing course on intuitive cooking. Seriously, my kitchen is a mess, but my belly has never been more grateful. For just $10 a month, an annual membership with Masterclass gets you unlimited access to courses on your phone, computer, smart TV, or even via audio-only modes. Even better, every new membership comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, and 88% of members feel that the service has made a positive impact on their lives. And to put the cherry on top of that cake, right now, What Culture Gaming listeners get an additional 15% off any annual membership at masterclass.com forward slash gaming. That's 15% off at masterclass.com slash gaming. What's that? You want it one more time? Well, that's the URL masterclass.com forward slash gaming. Right, now I'm going to watch Tony Hawk try to teach me how to ollie properly. I'll see you all soon. It's the most obvious business opportunity in quite some time. But yeah, I think, um, like you said, you know, Call of Duty's very much had a precedent. You've played over a thousand hours of Call of Duty <laughs> also, <laughs> or something like me. that. Um, and I think that you combine that with um, Overwatch and it should make sense. I feel like overall, and I said this before we were recording, that the reason they're doing all this stuff, I know that they've said it's obviously to battle online toxicity in their player base, and I get that. Um, I wonder if the, the idea of asking people for their phone numbers and telling them that they're going to be recorded um, and going down that route is that you then end up, in theory, with a very dedicated fan base that know what they're for and love Overwatch so much that they can put up with this stuff um, that my cynical gamer brain then goes that can then be monetized to living hell um, and find some way of making sure that those people pay for the premium coins and one of three currencies that the game now has. Listen, I'm, I'm not going to say that's exactly what they're doing. I'm not going <laughs> to put it against put, or put it past mm. Activision Blizzard to kind of, you know, try to monetize their most dedicated players as much as possible. You mm. know, if we're going back a few years now, there was all of the news surrounding the patents that they had signed to yeah. kind of like match... Uh, people uh, playing Call of Duty or in any kind of multiplayer game mm. uh, who don't have skins with people who do have skins to try and create like a sense of formal and whatnot. So like yep. they're they're trying to mess with the structure. We know they're trying to mess with the structure of these games mm. to promote their storefronts. Mm. So I mean like I think it's right to be cynical to a certain extent. Yeah. It doesn't mean that's what they're doing but this is the video game in industry and this is <laughs> how they try to get the most money out of their most dedicated fans. Yeah I think that's the thing that all those inner working stuff like you said there was patents in regards to making sure that you see someone who has a premium skin and if, if even one person comes away going oh well now I get that thing yeah. can I pay money to get it right now and then that system has worked um, let's talk about Overwatch overall though do you feel like the because it's been out for six years now 2016 is when it dropped um, where are you at on Overwatch overall because we both loved it like yeah. back in the day played a hell of a lot of it um, and like I said it felt like it was on top of the world back then I remember seeing it at, at trade shows and going oh my god this thing is huge it's like gaming's MCU or something in terms of just a new IP that was very superhero, uh, superhero focused but now and I feel that this was a trickle off during the DLC characters and everything mm -hmm. now it's just nothing it's just there like, yeah you know. well that's kind of it you know I feel like the reputation of Blizzard not just because mm. of the internal allegations that have come out but also the quality of their video games over the mm. past few years is, and the controversy surrounding those games like Diablo Immortal like Warcraft 3 Reforged I think generally the company isn't in a good place and people mm. aren't willing to give them any goodwill but at the same time 
Overwatch as its own entity has similarly slipped in popularity, like you said. And I don't think it's been helped by the way that Overwatch 2 has been rolled out. Mm. Like, we do this for a living, Scott Tilton. And I'm not going <laughs> to say... That's what we're doing right now. That's what we're doing right now. And I'm not going to say I've been following Overwatch 2 closely, because I have not. No. But I still shouldn't be as confused as I am about what this game is, because yeah. they have changed so many of the fundamentals mm. over the past few years, and the rollout of those fundamentals to the point where it's now out in a week's time, and it kind of feels like it isn't. Well, let's talk about yeah, let's talk about the fundamental stuff and very quickly because they've reduced down the amount of players uh, that are in the versus matches. I think now it's five v five, which they said is again meant to be more about balancing and people playing their role, playing their class, etc. Um, however, when they got out there and even from the beginning when they announced Overwatch Two, it was kind of like a Destiny Two situation where Destiny Two was able to take off and fly, but no one refers to it as Destiny Two. It's like play play some Destiny. It's like overall, it's still the platform that it was supposed to be. Um, and I feel like you know Overwatch it should have been a platform. It's kind of like what Rocket League turned into right. um, when Rocket League made the transition from being a paid game to a free-to-play. And once they announced we're doing Overwatch 2, a lot of people just went, why? What's the point? You're going to have to justify this. Yes. And then they did all the side-by-sides uh, of the maps and everything, and it's like, this is the same map at a slightly different time of day. Yeah. This is not, like, you know, and then they had all the crossover with, like, you're going to access the new maps and everything else. Like you said, the overall rollout has just been so messy, and you have to check blog posts and interviews to even know what the hell you're getting into, which maybe they think is their greatest strength. Maybe. Free-to-play I mean, Overwatch. I mean, even Overwatch, you know, one when that came out, that mm. had like you know a lot of beta testing, that had a lot of early access stuff before mm. the main game came out, and then was a huge thing. Mm. And it was those diehard fans that helped, um, you know, mold, helped Blizzard help themselves to mold that game mm. into what it was. So hopefully, optimistically, that's what's <laughs> going to happen Please. with this early release of Overwatch Two next week. Like mm. it's going to get a lot of feedback, and it's going to evolve even more. And then hopefully, over time, can become a big thing because ultimately I do want Overwatch to succeed like yeah. I said I have such fond memories of this franchise and mm. I want a game a, a competitive multiplayer game especially to jump into at the end of this year mm. rather than putting all my eggs in one basket for Call of Duty <laughs> uh, but whether or not it's going to be able to turn itself around or regain the same sense of cultural status mm. that Overwatch 1 had I don't know I don't know if any Blizzard game right now <laughs> is capable of doing no, that. No, that, that wider thing of like people being excited to talk about a Blizzard game or being excited to talk about Blizzard anything. Yeah. I feel like that's so far away from where they are right now. Um, but yeah, we'll keep an eye on it. We'll play it with some of it when it drops. Hopefully it'll be next week. Hopefully the, the build will be stable, etc. Um, but let us know what you think down in the comments below of Overwatch as a franchise and of Overwatch 2. For now, I've been Scott from WhatCulture.com. I've been Josh from WhatCulture.com. And we'll catch you next time. Bye-bye. Tracer rounds. <laughs> Million dollar idea. <laughs> Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.